rocks and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. Well, hello and happy holidays, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. Christmas time is here. Something, something. Anyway, I'm not going to sing. Welcome to the Somewhat Happy Hour, and this is the Somewhat Happy Christmas Special in parentheses hour and parentheses. And I'm I'm so excited. I have a I think it's a good show. I have some stories to tell about what I love about Christmas and some of my favorite Christmas memories. Uh, now, yes, it's a holiday special, uh, so or a Christmas special. So I'm going to be focusing on Christmas as I grew up uh, celebrating Christmas, um, and and I love the holiday season, the red and the green and the cold. Even though right now in Virginia it's in like the 60s, and I hate it. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, the eggnog. Ah, and that brings me to my cheers. So I raise my glass to you, my listener, uh, and cheers as I take a sip of my eggnog out of my leg lamp coffee cup. Ah, eggnog. I love it. It's my favorite. Uh, I start drinking it in October and will stop drinking it really at the end of December when it stops, uh, being stocked at the grocery store. Um, anyways, any who's a woozle, um, welcome. Happy holidays. How are you? Good, good. Oh, I'm great, thank you. It's the crazy time of year where if you're a teacher, you're, uh, just trying to survive, um, waking up and, and going to work and the days between Thanksgiving break and the winter break are, um, very difficult, uh, Believe you me, it, it's uh, it's been hard, but here we are. It's twas the night before winter break, and not a teacher was awake. I'm probably the only one awake. It's nine o'clock, and I'm still up, and I'm, you know, I have so much energy thanks to the eggnog. Um, so, but yes, it's the holiday season. Uh, uh, there's so many things I love about the holidays, um, and something I've been doing recently. Uh, the past few years is treat yourself, spoil spoiled yourself, and get yourself a Christmas present or a holiday gift or a birthday gift, something you want. For example, for uh, my birthday, I bought myself tickets to see Alan Cumming at the Kennedy Center. That was the last podcast episode, uh, and you know had the time of my life. And uh, this year, I bought a few things. Um, my laptop that I'd been using to record the show. Uh, the first one I used died, and then I had to use my brother Jeremy's Mac, and I did that for a little while, and then uh, I used an old, old, old computer of mine, uh, but I, I, I kept thinking, you know, I want a, my own personal computer that's not my work computer, and but I like my work computer, so and I have an iPad, but I was like, that's more for school and other stuff. So I bought a computer, uh, a laptop, and it's actually the same laptop I use for work, same style, same brand. Uh, because I know how to use it, and uh, you can't teach me how to use other technology. I'm not very good with technology, given I've grown up in the boom of technology, uh, still not 100% with that. When I teach, uh, I still hand out like paper, pencil, uh, worksheets, and quizzes, and stuff like that, because I like it. It's more difficult to grade, but that's fine. So, yeah, but I bought myself this this nice little laptop, uh, and I also decided, you know, let's, let's get a microphone. You know, I, I've 
I've been using a great, great microphone. Fine. Uh, but I've been using that since I started the podcast last year or this year. Yeah, this year. And I love it. And I still plan to use it for other things, like when I interview people live and uh, get to have a microphone with me. Uh, and so it's it was something I've, I've wanted to do for a long time. Pal Mark Zubaley. Hey, Mark. Thanks for listening. I had recommended a, a Blue Yeti mic a, a while back. And I did some research and I got one and it came with a nice little stand and a pop filter. So let's just say I feel very bougie and I feel like it's it fits. Like, hi, I'm Josh Fest and you're listening to the Somewhat Happy Hour. That's my fake voice. Uh, anyways, but but yeah, so treat yourself. You know, it's 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 a good thing to do and I work hard for my my paycheck, and now I have uh, stuff to show for it. Um, but of course, put stuff in savings. Don't want to end up like uh, who was that? The what was that show called? Shit's Creek. But they had their money stolen. No one's going to try to steal a, uh, a teacher's money. If they do, <laughs> jokes on them. They're going to be the ones crying. Um, anyways, the holiday season is here. One of my favorite parts of the Christmas season is uh, listening to Christmas music. I am one of those people that listens to Christmas music November 1st and will listen to it through December 25th. I I can't really listen to it after because I find it kind of weird to listen to. At that point, I'm over uh, the holly and the jolly. Um, and that's okay. Uh, but but I love, love, love Christmas songs. Um I have a love-hate relationship with Christmas songs. I love them so much, but I ended up, you know, hating them. And my attitude towards Christmas in general was kind of that way for a long time, mostly because uh, I have to. I used to do shows all the time. I would do a lot of holiday shows, so so it was a lot of of hearing Christmas songs, being in a Christmas play or a musical uh, that would start in August and go all the way through the holiday season. So by the time we actually got uh, <laughs> got to that, I was like, okay, it's over. Let's celebrate Valentine's Day now or something. I don't know. Uh, but I love Christmas songs. One of my favorite Christmas songs is uh, We Three Kings, and that's because I'm a triplet, and that song's always made me think of my brothers. You know, We Three Kings of Orient are bearing gifts from travel so far. Um, there's a really cool version from a cartoon that has three camels singing it, but they're singing it in a, like a reggae, uh, style. And I think it's amazing. It's, it's great. Another song I really like, and, uh, I've only grown to like it more and more over the past few years is Dominic the donkey. I think that song is hilarious. I think it's iconic. I remember I used to skip it when I would hear it before, but uh, the past few years, I was like, this is so ridiculous. It's a great song, and it's catchy. Dominic the donkey. I'm doing a lot of singing on this somewhat happy hour uh, today. Um, it's the karaoke show. Just kidding. So, But I love, love, love Christmas songs. I love going to see Christmas uh, concerts. I had the opportunity a few years ago to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra at the uh, Verizon Center, which is now uh, uh, Capital One Arena. It was It was like a rock concert. But still, like a Christmas, it was like a Christmas rock concert because there were fans 
like screaming, like, yeah, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, I love you. And, you know, it, it, they had like a narrator who told stories in the first half of the show. And then they went into a more rock-based show for the second half. And it was pretty cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, would I see it again? I, I, I don't think so because it was so overwhelming. My mom and I went and we sat in the front. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was intense. It was intense. But they have that really cool version of uh, Carol of the Bells. Uh, but, you know, and that was actually five years ago today. Thanks, Snapchat, for the memory. Um, it's, it's a very unique show. Uh, that's, that's saying some of it. Um, the, uh, another, another show I saw recently, actually very recently, just a few weeks ago with my, uh, with my, with my best friend, Ellie, uh, we went to go see, uh, Jane Lynch, uh, in, uh, her Christmas show. It was called a, a jazzy little Christmas, something like that. A swing, a swinging, swinging little Christmas with Jane Lynch and Kate Flannery from uh, The Office, and the producer of Glee, whose name I don't remember, but he was uh, also in the show. He's a singer. Great voice, great voice. So it was really fun. Uh, It was my first time I'd uh, seen a show at the Hilton Performing Arts Center, which is in Manassas, Virginia. Um, I've performed there, but I've never seen a show there, and I got to see a show. We had our little box seats. It was really nice. I had a great time. Uh, And, you know, it was funny. It was... It was just great. And the songs were fabulous. That is my Grinch line. Fabulous. Uh, cheers again. Another sip of eggnog, shall we? I've seen lots of uh, Christmas movies recently. I watched um, Home Alone 1 and 2 uh, this week. Um, I'm currently watching A Christmas Carol uh, in school with my students. We're watching a radio version uh, of A Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's a like a live stage production, but also a rate turned into a radio play, uh, which is really cool. And let's see. Oh, I, you know, I haven't watched it yet, but maybe I'll do that tonight. Um, or that's how I'll spend my, uh, my weekend is watching Christmas movies. Uh, and that's the Grinch. I love the original cartoon. I think it is. I love, love the one that's with Boris Karnoff. Uh, you know, it's, it's iconic and it's, in my opinion, I think that's the best version. It's, you know, the original like half hour TV special and, and it's my dad and I used to watch it. We still do every, we watch it together, uh, once. Um, and it's just, uh, something I look forward to and I love uh, holiday traditions. We don't really have many in my home, but, uh, we have a few little things that I guess could be considered tradition. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, one thing we, um, uh, we love to watch growing up, my brothers and I, uh, I remember when it was in theaters, I think I, I know it's been around and, uh, one of my nicknames for my family is actually uh, baby Grinch because, uh, my hair, uh, when I take a nap, my hair is nice and long on the top enough to poof it over to comb. Um, have a little poof. My the poof looks like uh the mountain that the Grinch lives on, and so my family would call me Baby Grinch because my hair looked like his in the movie, the little Baby Grinch's hair. And every time I have an ice cream cone and I'm eating my ice cream cone, I always make the little who, uh, you know, mount who whatever it's called. I'm weird. It's whatever. I love the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Jim Carrey version is hilarious. I never realized how dirty it was until uh. More recently, the past few years, I've been watching. Go, wow, wow, 
I'm now going to share with you some of my uh, favorite moments from the Jim Carrey uh, Grinch. Starting off in the very beginning of the movie is the uh, when the Grinch is in town. He has the mask on and the uh, the cloak, gown, whatever, uh, and he's in um, the mailroom, and he's jury duty, eviction notice, blackmail. I think that's hilarious. Uh, let's see what else is in that scene. Oh, when he is in uh, the, he, he hears Cindy Lou Who and he jumps up into this. Uh, he's like hanging into the very top corner uh, of this near the ceiling, and Max sneezes and he goes, "Who's your type?" And then he jumps down and they scream. And I, you've seen it. I don't need to give you a play by play, but it's it's so funny. And uh, you know, the movie, the part of the movie where he's. Uh, trying to think if he's going to go to the uh, Who Miser, I think is what it's called, and he has the schedule of, you know, Wallow in Self-Pity, can't cancel that again. I think that's funny. And it's funny seeing it a meme um, because so many people are like, ha oh, I get it, because I too am sad. Anyway, uh, but The Grinch, iconic. Home Alone, iconic. Um I love, love Home Alone. I, I think both of them are great. I seem to watch the second one more than I do the first one, but I think they're both equally as funny. I haven't watched the first one a lot. Uh, I've al- I always seem to catch the second one on TV around the holidays. So got to go watch the first one. And the third one. The third one had like four villains in it. It was with this kid named Alex, and he had a uh, a chip in a toy car, and I love that one. It's funny. It's unique. It's different, so it works. Something else I love about Christmas, besides the great movies, are the clothes. Um, and I'm not talking layers this time. I'm talking uh, those Christmas, ugly Christmas sweaters, um, the ugly Christmas ties. Well, let me rephrase that. The ugly Christmas sweaters, the wonderful Christmas unique ties that they are. Uh, so I'm a teacher, and I wear a tie nearly every day, uh, because they're for casual Fridays when I can wear jeans. Uh, I like to wear ties. It's just, you know, I've always liked ties, and so I feel, you know, nice. I like to dress up for work. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Uh, I think I heard that on TV once. Uh, but but I have so many Christmas ties. My dad had so many from when he was working. He has now passed them down to me. Um, and I wear them, and uh, this past week was a spirit week at my school where it was a different holiday you know, uh, celebrate uh, or Christmas color, stuff like that, and I've worn Christmas ties every day, but I was running out because I started wearing them last week, uh, and I was like, oh, no, I'm running low uh, because I do something called the uh, 12 Days of Christmas Ties, uh, and I have 12 Christmas ties now, Um I did not have as many. I think I had six, so I had to buy six more this year. Uh, and yes, I did buy more just to wear them to work. Uh, like today, I wore. Uh, I have a Scrooge tie um, that that says "Bah Humbug." Uh, I love a Christmas Carol. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I, I have that. I have a Grinch tie, and then I have a few Christmas ties that have just like random uh, cartoons on them. I've one with snowmen and reindeers and the reindeer reading the news. Uh, what was my other one? Oh, candy canes, gingerbread man, things like that. Uh, Santa, Christmas trees. I, name it. I, I've got it. I wear it. I love them. 
uh, too bad I can only wear them once a year. I mean, it'd be kind of funny if I wore like a a, a red uh, and green with a candy cane tie in like August to be like, hey, Christmas is coming up. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. But I love the Christmas ties. Um, I have Christmas suspenders too that my aunt got me a few years ago because she knows I like uh, suspenders. And so she got me a pair of Christmas suspenders, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, but uh, A Christmas Carol, one of my favorite uh, Christmas uh, films, plays. I saw the play before I saw the movie, actually. Well, no. The first movie I ever saw, and for the longest time it was the only version I ever watched, was A Mickey's Christmas Carol, uh, where Goofy was playing Scrooge. There's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Goofy was playing uh, Jacob Marley. Uh, who else was there? Uh, Mickey Mouse was Bob Cratchit. Minnie was, of course, Mrs. Cratchit. Uh, Donald Duck was Nephew Fred. Uh, you know, it's it's great. It's on Disney Plus, and I watched it actually today with one of my classes. Um, and it, it, it's great. I love it. It made me laugh and, you know, brought back a lot of memories. Oh. Hazel says Merry Christmas to all. Uh, she's here celebrating the Christmas season with her bells, her little, uh, little jingle bells. She's, she just wanted to say hi. She always has to make an appearance. So there is her appearance, uh, for the holidays. She says happy holidays and a happy new year. Um, but a Christmas Carol, I have gotten the I've, uh, no, yeah, I've I've had the privilege of performing in the show once. Uh, that's a lie. Twice. Um, first time was only in 2016 where I played uh, Nephew Fred. Um, and then I did a production last year that was a one-person show uh, of A Christmas Carol as if it was a, in a radio, uh, a radio show. And the entire cast and crew in the orchestra could not make it to the performance because they were stuck in a snowstorm and my character bob bennett was the only one who could make it to the studio and he was the foley artist but had to play all 36 roles um and so that was a lot of fun i loved doing that uh it was hard though it was very hard but it was tricky but my director who is one of my favorite directors i've ever worked with she knew exactly uh how to get me there um, and it was the first show I did outside of college. Uh, so, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, I had a whole other standard and thankfully so did my director and we met, uh, where we needed to meet and it was great. Um, but my favorite, favorite Christmas movie, this makes it feel like the holiday season is here. And, um, that is a Christmas story. The story of Ralphie Parker who would like uh, nothing more than a 200-shot carbine action range model air rifle with a compass and this thing that tells time build right to the stock. <sighs> yes. A Christmas story. Now, props to you, Ralphie. Love that for you. You look, you know, so happy when you get it at the end of the movie. It's not why I like the movie. I like the movie because of the old man, the dad. Uh, and his major award. One might say I have an obsession with leg lamps uh, in A Christmas Story. Um, first time I was ever introduced to A Christmas Story was in 2007 when I uh, was doing my first show at a community theater and I found out there were auditions for A Christmas Story. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen it. My, my parents were like, yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, and so I auditioned. 
I remember auditioning and I read for Randy a lot. Uh, and then on my uh, uh, audition form, I wrote Grover Dill. And uh, the director says, well, Grover Dill's actually not in the play. He's only in the movie. But maybe we'll, we can add it. I'll get permission and we can add it uh, if you were to get cast. And I said, okay. Uh, and so I auditioned. And uh, I got a call. I remember I was apple picking. It was like September or October. And I was apple picking. And uh, it was on my home phone. Because, of course, I didn't have a cell phone. My parents didn't keep a cell phone with them either. Um, and they still don't. And they yell at me for when I don't answer back. Anyway, um, they called and said, you will be playing Grover Dill. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I was so excited. And I thought, well, I need to watch the movie. So I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, I like this. Grover Dill has a good speaking role. I'm really excited. My first few lines. I go to the first rehearsal the next week, and uh, Grover Dill in the play, since he's not in the play, does not talk either. Again, he's not written into the play, which is kind of weird. I don't know why he's not in the play. Uh, he's in the musical, but he's not in the play. Uh, but I played Grover Dill, and I was also one of the burglars that uh, Ralphie imagines uh, when he's thinking about asking his family, or his parents, for the gun, and when he's, uh, you know, a, a cowboy. And I had one line, and I'll recreate it for you right now. Ralphie says, "Don't worry, as long as I got my two 200 shotgun range model air rifle with a compass and this thing that tells time built right into the stock. Because he had a southern accent because he's a cowboy. Keep that in mind. And then I was standing at the end of the stage, took my cowboy hat off, and went, wow. That was my one line. That was the first line I ever had. Uh, yep, yep. Wow. And let me just say the reviews, wow. Loved me. Uh <laughs> But that was something I uh, I really, really, I loved that show. It's meant a lot to me. Um, I've worked with a lot of the actors again since I was in A Christmas Story. Uh, one of them I just worked with recently for the first time since A Christmas Story. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was in Annie, the musical. Um, and so A Christmas Story, the iconic light lamp. Let's start back when I was in the show. I loved the leg lamp, and I remember that Christmas asking, I I want one. Can I have one for Christmas? Will you get me a leg lamp for Christmas? And I remember my parents, you know, that's, that's kind of weird. We get it. He was in the play. Uh, and I had started my obsession with the film at this point already as well. And uh, long story short, I did receive a leg lamp uh, that year the mini leg lamp, and I still have it. It is on my bedside table right now where it sits 365 days a year. Uh, I got that. And then a few years later when I was in high school, so actually a lot of years later, I got another mini leg lamp uh, that my dad got at an antique store. And then uh, two years ago, uh, my uh, sister-in-law, Haley, uh, texted me and said, hey, you need to come down to this consignment shop right now. They have a leg lamp, and uh, I told them to hold it for you because I, uh, I told them you would buy it no matter what. She was right. I, I, I called and said, hi, I can't make it today, but can I uh, please hold it till tomorrow? I'll be there as soon as you open. 
And the woman was like, yeah, sure. So I walk in and she, uh, <laughs> the owner looks at me and goes, you must be Josh. And I was like, yes, she goes, I can tell. I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, you're beaming. And I can see your eyes looking for the magical leg lamp. And I said, yes, yes, where is it? And so now I have a third miniature leg lamp. Um, my dad has always got me something Christmas story related since I did the show. Uh, I have Christmas uh, story ornaments. I have so many leg lamp ornaments that uh, I've gotten over the years. It's one of my favorite things. My dad gets me a leg lamp ornament or a Christmas story related ornament every year. And it's one of my favorite parts of uh, Christmas morning is uh, opening up my leg lamp, even though I have so many, but I love them. Iconic. Uh, and so 2017, I, uh, I had been asking for a full size leg lamp probably since I was in middle school, probably not long after I did the show, after I got a miniature one, I was like, okay, I'm ready for the big one now. I'm ready. I'm ready. Put me in coach. It's, it's time. Uh, and 2017, I remember, uh, my brothers and I were sitting around on the couches, you know, exchanging gifts. And uh, my dad goes, oh, Jeremy, can you come help me with something? And uh, they go upstairs and they come back down. They said, Josh, uh, you have a package that actually just delivered. And I, I knew what it was right then and there. I was overwhelmed with happiness and I saw a box, two boxes, uh, one with the lampshade and one with the actual leg lamp. And the box said, fragile, this way is up just like it does in the movie and i said out loud fragile and jeremy goes i think it's fragile i was like hmm. it was a good moment uh anyways so i open up the leg lamp there are pictures of me opening up the leg lamp uh just jeremy took pictures of me opening the box getting leg lamps taking pictures and then i have all of my leg lamps together for one picture um, it is the best Christmas gift I've ever gotten, ever. I'm grateful for everything I've gotten, but that is one of the best gifts I have ever received. I love my leg lamp. It's a conversation starter. Uh, I have it now in my room. Uh, I used to keep it out, uh, but you know, I think it belongs in my room. Uh, I, I'm wanting another one, a full-size one another full-size one to put in uh, the window and keep it there year-round. Um, I know people who have gotten leg lamps simply because of my obsession with them. Uh, and they're like, yeah, you inspired me. I had to get a leg lamp. And I love going to look at Christmas lights and seeing uh, leg lamps in the window. But I want to be that person that has a leg lamp up all year round, 4th of July, uh, Labor Day, Memorial Day, basically the summer months, uh, April Fool's Day, uh, uh, Celine Dion's birthday, you know, stuff like that, national holidays. Uh, and, and the next one I want to buy, I, I think I'll buy it for myself one day, but I want to get it in the crate. So you can purchase the leg lamp and it can be shipped to you in a full crate, like in the movie, the wooden crate, full size. Um, but it's really expensive, which I get. And um, for a while I was like, no, well, not what? I don't want the crate. I want the leg lamp. So that was just something I thought of the this past year was like, oh, you know, that'd be cool to have a, 
a leg lamp with the with the crate and just have it stand on the crate. Uh, and that's, you know, a conversation piece because, you know, I strive to have uh, conversation pieces everywhere I go so um, I can at least uh, get a conversation going uh, for everything. So uh, um, anyways, uh, I love, love, love a Christmas story. It makes me so happy. Uh, but to give you a count, I have three miniature leg lamps, one uh, night light. Actually, I have two. I bought a new one this year. So I have two night lights. So that's five. We're at five leg lamps so far. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have, I have 10 ornaments. So 15. I have a full size, 16. I, uh, <laughs> I have one in my car that's in my glove box, uh, that I hang, uh, on my mirror, but, uh, I haven't done it this year yet, so that's 17 little mini one. I have a mini one. Uh, I have two Christmas story cups, uh, so 1819. I have two Christmas story leg lamp T-shirts, so 2021. I have a pair of leg lamp socks, uh, 22, and uh, actually I have two pairs of leg lamp socks, so that's 20. 23 uh, Christmas story leg lamp based items. Um, I think I have a tie. No, I don't have a tie. Uh, maybe next year. Uh, but I don't think I can wear that one to work. That might be a little. Uh, uh, but yeah, so 23 leg lamp uh, related items. And I could not be more proud. I love that. I, I, uh, uh, it's it, hey, it's a major award, you know. It's uh, there's always going to be a space for it on my mantle next to my Tony Award and Best Podcast Award, naturally. Uh, but I love a Christmas story. It makes me, you know, have the the feel of the holiday season. And uh, on Christmas Day, uh, we turn on a Christmas story on A and E, where it plays for 24 hours straight, or TNT, excuse me. 24 hours straight of a Christmas story. Uh, and I, I start playing it Christmas Eve in my room. I fall asleep to it. I wake up to it. We go upstairs. That's our thing. We put it on TV. And we watch it. Or listen. I end up watching it. I probably watch it at least two or three times on Christmas Day. And this year I've seen it a few times already. Uh it's my favorite movie of all time. Not just my favorite Christmas movie, but it's my favorite movie. And it's something that brings me joy and it makes me think of, you know, that childlike feeling on Christmas, uh, how Ralphie feel, felt when he received his BB gun. I'll say this publicly now. I don't like guns, but the only gun I would ever consider getting is is the BB gun from A Christmas Story. I think that'd be great. Uh and you know, also before I continue, you know, you can stay in the house. It's an Airbnb now, so it's a museum where it, you can walk around and see the different uh, props, costumes, um, and the house is set up like it was in the movie when they filmed it. Um, and then across the street is a uh, another museum of more props and costumes. Uh, unfortunately, the leg lamp is not there. I don't know where the uh, original leg lamp is. Um, and then there is the, 
next door, the Bumpus House, which is also owned by the same people, and that you know you can rent that. I want to do that one year for the holidays. Is go down there for Christmas and uh, stay in the Christmas Story House on Christmas Eve. It's very expensive, but I think it's a goal I can get to one day. Um, anyway, I love this film because it makes me think of a lot of memories. I remember my grandma, and I've talked a lot about her. My grandma was actually she watched the movie with me for the first time, and she thought it was hilarious. She thought that this little boy wanting a little BB gun. Uh, was hilarious and the leg lamp she thought that was a little risque but thought it was funny and then she saw me in the show and she thought it was you know she was you know my idol and my favorite person she still is although she's no longer with us uh i love her very much and so when i think of christmas time i think of her uh after all she is the reason i'm a teacher and she is the one who got me into theater she showed me my first musical i ever watched and that was the Phantom of the... No, it wasn't. It was Sound of Music. Sound of Music when I was a really, really young kid. It was uh, Sound of Music. And then later we watched Phantom of the Opera, which she loved. She knew a lot about the Phantom, too, considering, you know, she didn't have, like, internet, but she just knew a lot about it, uh, which I thought was really cool. But the holidays are a wonderful time. It's a time you can spend with friends, family, someone else's friends or family, uh, or yourself, you know, a little time for you. Uh, I love the holidays. I love a Christmas story. And here we are, end of 2021. It was a bumpy ride. Uh, but hopefully, oh, there's Leia saying hello as well. There's Hazel. Uh, it was a bumpy ride, but it was a great, uh, great time for some of it. The rest of it was kind of, ugh. but, uh, oh, Hazel is letting me know that the show has to end soon. Um, thank you, Hazel. Uh, but it was a great year. It had its moments. You know, I'm teaching again. I'm, I've, I got to perform in a musical for the first time. I grew closer with uh, some friends and some family as well. And got to hug people again. And I don't even like hugging people. Uh, it was also the year that the podcast was born. The Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. And on that note, oh, you know what I forgot to mention? I have a bunny suit. My sister-in-law, uh, Haley and Jeremy, my brother, got me a bunny suit last Christmas. One of the best gifts I've ever gotten. It's right up there with a leg lamp. It's now hanging on my wall uh, as if it was like a major award. Ha-ha! It's next to my leg lamp. That being said, I raise my eggnog to you in my leg lamp cup and say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope you all enjoy the holiday season regardless if you celebrate or not, but this time to see some friends and family and enjoy just this time. I know I will. I'm going to go watch a Christmas story right now, actually, or listen to the musical. I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but hey, thanks for listening to the Somewhat Happy Hour. And, you know, have a drink. Take a take some friends out. Have a, have a, have a little sip. Or you can listen to the Somewhat Happy Hour podcast um, while having a happy hour. I know that's cheers. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And I hope you all receive a major thanks award. Hope you enjoyed the show The drinks are over and we hope that you know If you're feeling down, just join the past It's the somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest <laughs>